the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good Sunday afternoon, family. Good Sunday afternoon. This is Minister Dion. Instead of my mother today, you will have me and Minister Tevin here to bring you the word of God. My mother truly does love you all. She's truly praying for you all. And we hope that you're keeping our families in your prayer also. Uh, now, family, having my brother here on, on these occasions is, is a beautiful thing because it he, bring, he brings a, a aspect of the gospel that uh, he that has taught me and helped me grow as his younger brother. And I'm just excited to have him today. How you doing, big bro? I'm doing pretty good. It feels good to be back. I know I've been gone a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, just some fell in my spirit. And I want to know, come back and know, just, you know, tell the family, you know, and that was the power of prayer. The power of prayer, the power of prayer. Now, prayer is a, is a very powerful thing. Uh, it's a very powerful entity. It's a very powerful instrument that uh, God has given us the the ability to come before him with you know it, it covers a lot of ground but what in particular has the spirit given you about the power of prayer just the importance of prayer and um of course you know with the world we living in the society that we're living in prayer is what is exactly what we need and um it's really our safe place and it's also a, a great place because it, it puts us in a one-on-one you know communication with god he can communicate with us and we can communicate with him Exactly, exactly. I remember, uh, as I often do times, bring up the book of Genesis and um, God's communion with Adam. You know, the first thing that a, that a man needs, uh, a woman also, but I'm, I'm talking about the male man needs is the presence of God. He never gave him a woman first. He never gave him uh, anything else but his presence at at the very first. And so there's a need to come into the presence of God in order to continue on in this world. Cause remember we're in this world, but not of this world. So we can't take from this world to continue forth. We need something that's uh, extraordinary, something that's supernatural, a power that cannot be found here, but a power that worketh inside of us from up there. That's right. It all, you know, like I said, you know, no prayer is very important. And, um, you know, and, the thing about it, God wants us. He He welcomes us into uh, no into His presence. His ears are always open. His arms are always open. He wants us to come to Him. He wants us to lean on Him. That's why in His Word He tells us to cast His cares on Him because He cares for us. Because we we already know the world doesn't care, but He cares. So you know that's what, that's why He tells us all the time to to watch and pray and to pray continually continuously because as you see you know what's going everything that's going on in the world we don't know what we're waking up to what we're going to go to bed with so you know we always you know got to stay on our knees and, and pray and watch and pray and and, and, and stand and you know and, and stay on our knees and stay in that word because that's what's going to keep us grounded 
Amen. Amen. Yes. You know, again, like you just said, stand in the word, you know, because it's not just a matter of, you know, let me have a conversation with God, you know, but it's a matter of let me bring the contents of my heart to God. Let me pray unto him. Let me come before him into his holy, most holy of holy places. And the only thing uh, that God really responds to is his word. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, and not to cut you off, but, um, you know, he, he does under his word. He said, I honor my word above my name and Amen. my word will not return to me void. And I am faithful in to fulfill my word. Amen. Amen. You know, so it's about it's about not only allowing not only coming to him with your words, but bringing his words to yeah. him, you know, bringing his promises to him, keeping him mindful of the things that he said unto me, because that is what he's faithful to. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not our word. It's not our promises, but it's his he's word. His promises to that us. Activates us. To, as John said, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. God and the word was with God. And so just as we just brought up with Adam being in the presence of God in the beginning, this is the word that that God uh Performs. This is the word that God responds to. This is the word that was breathed into his nostrils. That word theopneustos, which means God breathed as he breathed his word into Adam's nostrils. And then he became a living being. This is the same word that God is uh, uh, unctioning for us to know and bring back to him today. He said, as you just quoted, my word does not return to me void. So how do we get it to return back to him? Because it's already come down when, once he spoke. But how do mm-hmm. we get it to return back to him? It's through this thing, as you brought up, called prayer. Yeah, yeah. And prayer, it, it, it don't matter what you're going through, um, any ups, any downs that you're, you're going through in life. You can always stand on his word and stand on his promises because his promises are, are real. And his promises is what is going to keep us and sustain us. Amen. Amen. You know, and, 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 you know, from you know, personal, you know, from a personal standpoint, I'm sure you can attest to that because, you know, not only does he work in my life, he, he also works in your life. Prayer works. It, and, 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 it, it works. And, and he hears us. Like I, so like I said earlier, you know, his ears are always open yeah, to us. Anytime we call on his name, he's there. He said, knock and the door should be open and I will answer. Amen. 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 This is the God that we serve. And as you uh, brought prayer to me in the uh, subject matter of it, it's to, the spirit laid uh, three three points in my heart that he wanted me to, to hit on in regards to prayer. You know, again, uh, the first point, I want to talk about the community of prayer. You know, simply prayer is the believer's ability to communicate with God. Let's look at that word communicate, commune, community. This is how we come into a community with God, you know. This is necessary for our existence because without Abba, Father, or our source, we cease to exist. Yeah. We need to remain linked in and we meet, we need to remain hooked up to our source in order to survive. You know, we can unplug these cell phones and they'll go for a while until they need to be plugged into the source to remain alive. We can uh, we can get a, a nice, fresh, beautiful bouquet of flowers and gift them. But they're only going to be beautiful for so long because they become cut off and disconnected from their source. So they're going to dry up and die. So we have to remain in the community with God. Right. And, you know, going back to the garden, 
when Adam and Eve were cast outside of this community, it's not that they physically died as God warned them that they would do, but it's that they spiritually died and that they were separated outside of the community of God. And John 3 and John uh, chapter 1, verse 3, all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. They were made. They were they were made, but be, but because they were not in him, they did not exist. So they were considered dead. You know, so despite cultural and societal expectations, we are not independent beings. You know, everybody, oh, be independent and uh, uh, go go do this. Go get that uh, old woman. Be independent. You don't need a man to do this or that. But we are all dependent upon this God and this source and this Abba. And when we go to the grocery store, that grocery store uh, was only was only stocked because a truck brought it. The truck pulled up at a farm and the farm had to load the truck up. Well, the vegetations had to first be planted and tilled by the farmer. Well, in order for the uh, vegetation to and the fruit to grow forth with life, rain waters had to come. It had to come into it had to come into his time and into his season of growth, and that comes directly from God. And so, it's he he's literally our source. He's literally our community that we need in order to to go forth. He said it's not good that man be alone. And we all know with this with this uh, pandemic and what happened there where we were all set in isolation and the damage that it done. But the understanding that it brought and that we need each other and we need community. That's right. And um, two no two things while you were talking, uh, two words that came up to me was faith and obedience, because, you know, I'm reading over here in John right now, John three, uh, chapter three, verse 22. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what we, we, uh, what pleases him. And, you know, and I, I feel like we need to start operating. Not only do we need to pray, but also believing in what we pray. Amen. And believing that God is working on our behalf and working in the midst, even though we can't phys- physically see it with our eye, we can't physically touch it with our hand. He's there in the midst. He's working on our behalf. All he needs us to do is first come to him in prayer, but also believing in what we pray. Amen. Because he, he, it wants to, because we all know how he feels about faith. He says, without faith, it's impossible to please me. You cannot please me without faith. Even all the good works that you do, even whether it's feeding the homely, under the homeless, or caring for the sick, caring for the elderly, without faith, your works is dead to me. So, and, you know, faith is, is very important to him. He, he takes faith very seriously. So, you know, so it, it's not, you know, it, it's not just about the prayer, but it's also about believing in what you're asking him and believing that he's going to manifest that and that he's going to make it happen on your behalf. Amen. Amen. You know, all he told Adam to do was speak. Yeah. And that's what it was, you know. And so, again, you talk about this thing of works and works, and you know, try to put my hands on it and work in my strength. But if you will allow your faith to couple up with your works, and if you will allow that belief to infuse your prayer life, you will see a whole lot of things happen. You will have activated a whole bunch of power, a power that was already there, yep. you know, a, a power that he already put inside of you. But it's only going to be his power inside of you, inside of him. Again, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, I often quote, let us make man in our image. Let us, us re- means plural, 
means that there that was there was more than one entity. So right there, there is the community of God, and that we have to work from. You know, we had we have to be able to go forth from. So you, me, us, and we we were literally God's thoughts. You know, let us make man in our image. The word image, root to the word imagination. We were God was thinking about us. God was thinking about this community. God was thinking about this body, you know, and, and infused his body with such power and set the foundation of faith underneath our feet and gave us the power to believe, to activate his power here now, to access heaven, heaven right here on earth. The second point that I wanted to bring up about prayer is the construct of prayer. Now, the disciples didn't make many requests of the Lord Jesus at least none were really just documented like that in the word of God. However, they made one renowned request. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. And so over in Luke chapter 11, verse 2. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And then on in Matthew's account of the gospel, on chapter 6, verse 13, it fin- Jesus finished that prayer when he was uh, uh, talking to the masses, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And so we see in this prayer that it's requests sandwiched in the middle of praise. Praise, requests. Praise our father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's praise unto him. Give us this day our day bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not unto temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That's request to yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. That's praise. And so we see here that it's not just about coming to God with your hand out, reaching for his hand, but it's an acknowledgement of his name and seeking of his face and praising him simply before simply for who he is, not just only what he can do. Yeah. And and, and also, uh, you know, glory, glorify him, not just, you know, for our own selfish wants, or our own personal needs, doing it to glorify his name and his kingdom. I was reading over here, you know, while you were saying that I was reading over here in John four, uh, chapter 14, verse 13, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. Amen. So, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, what we do. It, it glorifies his name and his kingdom and that he gets the glory and he gets the praise because he also says in his word that I share my glory with nobody. Amen. He, he, he's a, he's a very, you know, he's a very stingy guy and, and he can be <laughs> like that. He's God. Right. No. And, and nobody, you know, of course, no, nobody, me, you, nobody's going to make him what to do and tell him how to be God. So, you know, we got to make sure that everything we do, we glorify him. He, we make sure he's being lifted up. His kingdom's being lifted up. Amen. Amen. You know, he does share his glory with nobody. He says, you know, the, the word says you, you are God and God alone. And there's none like you, you know, will there ever be, there will never ever be none like you, you know? So, you know, this is just the humility that we have to have in coming into, again, such a holy habitation 
You know, don't think that you could just walk up on God. Not that, not that he he does not. He yes, he does stand with his hands stretched out yes. to obstinate and disobedient people. But you can't walk up with this mindset. You can't walk up with this heart set. You have to approach with a, such a humility and to be humble that this is the holy of holies that I'm entering into a reverence, a regard, a fear of God. You know, in order to in order to uh, enter into this place, you know, and going into my third point, I'm going to bring you all to Philippians chapter four, verse six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. So my third point, the concord of prayer to concord with something. Or someone is to be in harmony with that something or someone to concert or a show of harmony between multiple entities or the two or three parties involved. Okay, so what am what am I saying? This is why we are all drawn and moved to some form of music. We take multiple different instruments, a drum, a wind instrument, a a string instrument and this this drum has its thoughts and this string instrument has its thoughts and this wind instrument has its thoughts but when those things become on one accord a concord together then we have this beautiful sound and this beautiful harmony and then we have we have this beautiful rhythm that moves people and so how do the, the bible says that god inhabits the praises of his people. The praise of God's people is the only thing that he takes in. Mm-hmm. Because he has to be he has to be very, very uh guarded about what he receives in because he's holy. Now he's holy. He can't just take in and take on everything. But he said, I inhabit the praises of my people. This is the only way that we can penetrate God. Mm-hmm. Not only get to God, but get through God. Okay? Yeah. And so, again, instruments, they collectively come together to make this harmonious sound with each other. So, how do we come into harmony with God through prayer? Simply saying, thank you. It says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanks giving why thank you why why is thank you the key in in, in bringing you into harmony and not only bringing you to god but through god thank the word thank is phonetically related or uh by sound related to the word think like i just said the thoughts of the of the of the player of the wind instrument the thoughts of the of the uh percussionist the thoughts of the string instrument, that when those thoughts came together, it, car- it created harmony. Again, as I said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, let us make man in our image, imagination, God's thoughts about you, the thoughts of the Father, the thoughts of the Son, the thoughts of the Holy Spirit coming together for you to put you in harmony with them. <laughs> to put you in harmony with them. And so, again, thank is phonetically related to the word think. 
So with thanksgiving or with thanksgiving or the giving of thought, okay? As I aforementioned on this program many times, in the in JAMA, the journal the Journal of American Medical Association, you have 30 seconds to deal with a thought before it's accompanied by feelings. 30 seconds to deal with a thought before it's accompanied by feelings. Let's look at the word instrumental. Instrumental. In stru- structure mental mentality. <laughs> Follow me, family. Follow me, family. So when I have a structure of thoughts within me, then it's not only then I can it's only then I can create and be procreative in my music or even in business. Amazon was just a thought. In Jeff Bezos' mind, Walmart was just a thought in Sam Walton's mind before it came to fruition. Mm-hmm. Okay, music is merely a thought in the composer's mind before it actually comes to fruition. And so, when I have these thoughts of God, and after these thirty seconds, just a mere thirty seconds of just thinking about God, and it could be even faster than that because even when I hear the name Jesus, I leap. But even the thought of Him. Now brings me into harmony. My, now my feelings in my heart and everything is starting to stir up inside of me. And now this eruption of praise happens. Mm-hmm. This eruption of thanksgiving happens. Do you want to know why your praise and your thanksgiving makes the devil mad? Because you are who he was made to be. And you do what he was supposed to do as Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer was the angel of praise. Lucifer was constructed constructed with instruments when he opened up his mouth music would come out (laughs) when we open up our mouth with praise music come out and that god inherits that's why psalms is the songs of god psalms is the thoughts of god's people toward him (laughs) because it's full of praise it's full of praise And so this is how we bring ourselves into harmony with God. This is why the devil is so mad because we're doing what he was supposed to do at Lucifer. We are now in his position because he lost it when he failed. Amen. Amen. You got to hear me on this family. Why do it? Why does our praise confuse him? Because your praise will confuse the enemy. I'm going to take you to first Peter chapter one, verse 12. To them, it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us, why that to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Things which angels desire to look into. What are the things that desire that, that the angels desire to look into? This is the things that the, the angels desire to look into was talking about God's salvation of man and our heavenly inheritance. Now being the sons and daughters by the blood of Jesus Christ. So the angels were even like, what is man that you are so fond of him? Now, the angels that are still with God, they're, they're still uh, awaiting to see the fullness of this salvation when Jesus makes his return. But the, the demonic forces and the fallen angels, they are just in now profound confusion as to why. Uh, why, why, why do they still praise? What was this? What, uh, what was, is it with man and God? Mm-hmm. 
This is the jealousy of Lucifer, the very same thing that got him kicked out. Now, family, if you are ready to receive your inheritance, if you have not confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as your, as your Savior, we are going to extend an invitation to you. You are the son. You are the daughter of the living God. He chose you. Sat you aside, made you holy, created you in his image to be in harmony, to walk in lockstep with him. And if you are ready to receive of this salvation, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the son of God, then rose. And is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you're welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Family, we love you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to His great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.